Welcome aboard the Little Red Van Wagon. We are the twice-weekly podcast dedicated to celebrating the imaginary radio show, Too Beautiful to Live. On Mondays, we give you a recap of the previous week's shows, but this is our Saturday show, where we put on our terrible cut-off dockers with a belt, stretch out, and have a guest on to talk about their experiences with the show, and also play and discuss their favorite segment in TVTL history. I cannot do it all by myself, so producer-engineer Jeremy is standing shirtless nearby to make sure no one feels comfortable. And as always, I'm joined on the air by the most perfect 10 I know, Christy Wise. Hello, nice lady. <laughs> Hello, Mike. <laughs> uh, nice lady. Uh, tonight we are going to, we have just really have one thing that we must discuss. I, I guess I did a bad job of telling a story on the, on the <laughs> recap show. So um, I will clarify that. We have a guest on the line uh, right now, uh, David. Pronounce your last name again for me. Zacharis. Zacharis. David Zacharis. Uh, David, you're a member of the Smittens musical group, correct? Yes, I am. A- and uh, what do you play? I play bass. Okay. Uh, we have a lot of bass players in this audience, so they're going to be digging your vibe. We're going to um, talk to him about uh, his experiences with TVTL. Also, his clip is just plain magic. Um, we thought we had magic last week with the wolf magic, but you can't mess with the, sorry, Aiden, motherfucking magic we're going to be bringing tonight. I'll let you know how to get involved, and Christy, as usual, will have some housekeeping. Um, the only thing that we must discuss, uh, Christy, you weren't really clear. I, I, I tried to tell my story about um, about what happened to me on Saturday morning or Sunday mm-hmm. morning before we recorded, and you weren't really clear on it. I. I fell and smashed my shoulder and and head into the wall because I took all the weight off the leg that all my weight was on about to crush the bunny that lives in this house. But you thought something else happened. What did you think happened from the way I told it? Well, I it was from the picture. The picture was deceiving. I thought you had done what you did, but instead of falling, that you fell against the wall and you kicked kicked the wall in kicked the drywall yeah. so that but but knowing knowing what you know now christy isn't the uh the hole in the wall uh quite indicative of a shoulder and a head yeah yes and even more that you need to boil that bunny <laughs> hey <laughs> christy i didn't bring this back I saw up it on again the movie. for you to try to kill my bunny so i saw it in the movie um, in the 80s so the the update on my health uh, no one around here cares, but I'll tell, <laughs> I'll tell everyone out there. Someone has um, to care. Got a minor hip pointer. I've had hip pointers before. This is a pretty minor one, and the shoulder's fine. My head's fine. The the injury that showed up later when I was at work and trying to um, turn my torso and breathe deeply was I have uh, some bruised ribs, um, upper upper part of the ribs, kind of right around the heart, and uh, breathing is not. Great, but I've had worse bruise, bruised ribs before. I've had cracked ribs. This this will pass. And thank you all for your concern. And Christy, thank you for your concern about the bunny. He is fine. He's doing great. <laughs> I'm sure he is. <laughs> no, did Emily punish or reward the bunny for this? Um, you never she, tell. Uh, no, she's, she's, she was indifferent toward the bunny regarding the incident. Um there was a lot of making fun of me, though, that's for sure. Well, 
so this this bunny was her idea is what you said oh no doubt yeah i i've never owned a bunny never wanted to own a bunny for sure do you have life insurance um no i do not oh well there goes that theory yeah <laughs> that she cleverly placed the bunny under <laughs> yeah it's the under long my con. foot as i right <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's a good dateline episode <laughs> <laughs> i watch a lot of dateline so you're right so does she. I think we both watch enough Dateline to know we would never get away with anything, so we don't try it. Right. All right, so that's it for Must Discuss. Uh, Christy, um, bring David into the conversation. This, this guy has a lot of uh, history, and, and this clip is going to be fantastic. Yes. Hello, David. Hello. Hi. Where are you located? Uh, Burlington, Vermont. Oh, Okay. Um, I did not. I, I don't know why I thought you were here in Seattle. Well, welcome on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. So, what was your first TBTL episode that you listened to? Um, the first episode I listened to was they actually went and found it. It was uh, April nineteenth, two thousand ten. It was the episode um, where they're kind of. I'm talking about duck sex and um, Jen had accidentally been walking around Maryland with her shirt open. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> and they, they get, they get to that very late in the episode too. <laughs> she buried the well, lead on that Did one. she discover it um, as she was podcasting or did she discover it while she was out oh, it was public. a story. It was like they were out in public and they were like kind of going around the entire day. I think they might have been in um, in, Mar in um, Delaware at the time. Mm -hmm. And she had they had been walking around and she had her shirt open. And then um, I guess the bartenders were giving her looks. <laughs> and um, she asked Jason and Jason said, ah, geez, I, I've been looking at the architecture all day. <laughs> um, he failed as a husband. Yeah. And, at the, and I don't think she told the story until after the set, after they came back from the musical break. That was back when they kept on, when they used to do the musical breaks. So how did you hear about it being in Vermont? Um, well, I, I work for a company that um, my day job is, um, and prepare yourself, this is pretty sexy. <laughs> I, um, I work for a company that does websites for accountants. Oh. And um, Wait a minute, wait a minute, David. First you give me, you give me a, 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 a chesty... Jennifer, and now you give us this accounting job. I can't handle all this stimulation. I, know, I, I apologize. I should have warned you. Um, so anyways, um, and at the time I was doing kind of like um, custom designs for the clients. And um, in April, the everything kind of dies because all the accountants are doing taxes. And um, so I had been kind of plowing through all my podcasts. And my friend Brooke had suggested suggested the podcast brooke she posts on the stens page uh, under boot stooley oh, okay um, um she had um suggested it and i had remembered luke from a few years earlier from um when he was hosting um wait wait and i remember him telling the story about playing trumpet playing the trumpet teacher playing the transformers theme and being amazed that the <laughs> interim host was my age yeah <laughs> so, so now you heard about it from her, and then that was the one you picked up on. You just picked up on the one that w went out that this day. Current one, yeah. Okay. And then I kind of I went through and listened to them all because I had I had some time at that point in time. And actually, the the episode that I the the, the clips from is from the day before I I, I started okay. listening. So you so, went back to the beginning of 
of time? Um, at the time, you only could get like 20 episodes or so on iTunes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And so, yeah. And it, so what, which they episode also, sealed, sealed the deal that you were a 10? Well, I mean, I kind of like, I kind of really kind of dove into the deep 10 mm-hmm. um, right away. Um, a Just basically like, all right, this is going to sound... Um, obnoxious but um we through music we've actually we know we've met ben lee a bunch of times and we've been we're kind of friends with them and so just from the first moments of hearing that oh yeah and mm-hmm. and, and then um on the um the first episode that we li- i listened to they mentioned the three imaginary girls which is an indie pop blog in seattle and they had like we had done a bunch of work with them. They had, like premiered our videos, uh, the band's videos, and stuff like that. So it's just kind of knowing that it was like our people right mm-hmm. away. And I think it's just kind of some you're not used to that, like kind of coming into something where it's like coming from the same point of view that you are that you're at. Yeah, usually you have to kind of build toward that. You start listening to a show, and then you kind of get to know them and the inside jokes, and mm-hmm. it builds and builds. But it sounds like you'd like jumped right in because. These were people with the same tastes as you and talking about the same things as you. Yeah, exactly. And have you ever been on the show or had something read? Um, yeah, well, yes and yes. Um, <laughs> well, pretty early on, um, we well, I wrote like early on in my listening, I, I wrote into Luke and tried to, at the time they were using the word doucher a lot yeah. as opposed to douchebag because they didn't like it. And I was, I was at that point in time in my personal life, I was on a quest to get everyone to replace douchebag with diaper bag. Cause I thought oh, that, that was, was uh, you? Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. That was good. So, yeah. And I was, I was trying, so I had written in and they, that kind of, that was there for a little bit. Um, and then, um, Jen, when she was on her like kind of cross country trip, she was coming through Vermont and actually on the night that Ruth McClanahan died, um, we met up with Jen. Um, uh, Brooke and I met up with her um, at a restaurant downtown Burlington, and met, met up with Jen and had a great night. And it was it was a blast. Met her and Jason. I was um, impressed that when she came and sat down, she ordered two drinks for herself all at once. <laughs> that's, um, that's called ordering airplane style. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very impressive. And then um, that night that we were there, um, it was also there was at the place that we were there was a sex in the city party going on for like the the uh movie sex in the city 2 was opening that night and so we we're just kind of like watching all these women co- these gaggles of women come in and out and um just making fun of them with jen it was a blast <laughs> did you guys eat cheesecake in memory of ruth um i'm not sure if we actually knew that she had died that mm-hmm. night i think we found out like the next day or something but i just remember that it was, it was that night um and then a, to the day, a year later, um, the Smittens were on tour on the West Coast. And um, uh, Luke had asked if we, wanted to be, if we wanted to come on the show. I had been kind of in contact with Luke prior because I was, um, our friends, Allo Darling, who we had gone on tour with mm-hmm. the year before a bunch of times, and like our close personal friends were in Seattle, and Luke was really big, big there was a big fan of theirs. And I was trying to get them on the sh- on TBTL like a year before. And then when we were coming through town, um, three imaginary girls had posted about us. And Luke Luke asked if he wanted to come on the show. So I had to kind of convince 
the the band to, that it was a good idea to go to this guy's house. <laughs> oh yeah, the, because, and, the porch because only you and Boots know knew yes. the TBTL magic. Yeah, well, my wife, my wife is the drummer of the band. Um, she she listens. Okay, um, but she's kind of a ten and a half, I guess. What's her name? A uh, Holly Chagman. Holly. And um, and so she's but. The rest of the band, I was just kind of trying to convince, and we like would listen in the van on the way. Um, and then we had a some before the Seattle show. We had two shows in uh, Portland, and the last night was pretty like was a pretty debaucherous night for us. And um, so we kind of had to leave fairly early to get to um, Luke's house on time. So we kind of were still kind of on the wrong side of the morning mm-hmm. and when we showed up to the house and then they were they decided to um to ply us with uh, um wine and such right away so it was it was we were a little bit uh, i think it was a little bit sloppier than i probably would have wanted it to be but <laughs> if i remember right um, it was a really beautiful day yeah it was gorgeous and um yeah and, and jen had just come back from her trip for the first time so it was kind of it was like a special show, and that it was like the first show that Luke and Jen had done, kind of in the same room in a long time, or the well, same porch in a long time. Was there an audience? Was it an invite thing? I can't remember who else was there. Um, it was us, and then Andrew was there, um, taking pictures, and it was before he had been on the show at all. And then um, when he was just creeping th- around on the edges, just creeping around. Really. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then. Um, Silent Nick showed up because okay. he, he wanted – and he kind of um, had Sean cover his shift so he could come come down to the porch and see us. Yeah, he's a huge so. music fan. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so that was that was fun. And he, had, and he had us sign some stuff, which was kind of sweet because they were like, really? <laughs> and then um, – yeah. And the night before, like, we kind of, like – you know, we're like a indie pop band, so we're not pretty, you know, we're not that rock and roll, but we kind of had, we're coming off of two very like rock and roll days. I I think I was freshly, I had just got a tattoo that the day before, um, and of John F. Kennedy Jr. So, you know, um, which is true. And then and the other members had, um, one of the other guys had eaten a lot of potatoes the night before. <laughs> yes, the potatoes. <laughs> so it was, it was a, um. It was it was an interesting it was an interesting time for us. So you said that that uh, the music was a little sloppy, but overall, were you happy with it, with the energy and with how it sounded when you you heard it back? Oh, yes and no. I mean, obviously, I I have the you know I'm a little bit of an Andrew where I can't stand hearing mm. myself. <laughs> so so that part always drove, you know always drove me nuts. But other than that, I think it was fine. Did they? interview you guys on the air all of you or just you or what was this um it was just a casual conversation okay so it wasn't it wasn't like there wasn't a particular interviewer and stuff it was just kind of um kind of going back and forth with them okay um one of one of the smittens knocked the webcam off the porch and lost it (laughs) (laughs) so we we were like actually responsible for the webcam going away (laughs) you you killed stickam (laughs) Yeah, if uh, if that chat thing, if that <clears throat> Ustream or whatever the fuck it was, Stickam thing didn't exist, I probably wouldn't have been able to acquire my wife. So I'm glad it existed well, for at least as long Absolutely. until you guys knocked it down the knocked it down the stairs. <laughs> until you ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. 
Uh, I just remember like everywhere like frantically looking for it afterwards. Oh, and it was gone forever. I think it was gone. Like, like it was just like, well, anything that fell off that porch was pretty much it was like yeah. dropping a penny off the Empire <laughs> yeah, State Building. <laughs> and also, you don't want to go down the stairs to look for it. I mean, it has to be like a baby or a million dollars or something to go look for it. Well, you're gonna run into that that angry black lady from across the street. Yeah, um, yeah, it, and the, it was. Yeah, I felt really bad afterwards. I was, I was pretty mortified that we did that. We're like, oh, whoops, sorry. Well, you, they also got us really, really drunk. <laughs> what? Like, I don't believe that for like, a second. Well, you say they got you drunk. <laughs> yeah, you, literally they got you, us really drunk. You drank. Well, we, yes. No, well, there was like... It's a lot of peer pressure. You know, there was... <laughs> yeah. Come on, David. I was, I was trying to come you're up. a man. Yeah. Take responsibility for your actions. You but he's drunk. also in a band, yeah. and it was free. When you're on the road, yes. Oh fuck free... yeah! I'm not. Yeah, no, was... I'm not judging. Think... <laughs> I'm not judging at all. I'm and just I'm saying like... he needs to own up. And to... It was like throughout the episode, like like Luke would be snapping his finger for Andrew to go inside and get more wine. <laughs> that sounds exactly like Luke. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty funny, and it and it was. It was just like we just ended up being like a little bit more drunk than I wanted us to be, mm-hmm. and it was one thirty in the afternoon. Oh yeah, day drunk. Day drunk in the yeah. sun. It's triple D's. It's all magical. <laughs> Drinking during daylight. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Christy, you have anything else? Do you know the episode number of this port show? Um, do I remember the number? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I, I just pulled it up, oh. so I can tell you that um, it was it it was eight thirty one, I think. And congratulations to you, David. On this is a, a mistake that a lot of people that um, fill out the form make is putting the episode where they appeared as the one that matters, <laughs> the one that they want <laughs> they want to celebrate, and. Really, that's that's only my prerogative. This show is for me to celebrate my contributions, not for the rest of you. So, <laughs> no. and, well, yeah, I want you know. I was supposed to put your our favorite clip, and you know, <laughs> yeah. I guess if you don't like hearing yourself, you'd rather hear someone else talking. Um, Christy, do you have uh, any other questions for David, or should I set up this just amazing um, clip? I guess. If you have any last thoughts of why TBTL matters to you still to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think there's like this idea of like, there's a, there's a slight voyeurism of just kind of like peeping into these people's lives, but also the community around it, I think is impressive. And a lot of times, you know, I don't quite have time to be really interactive with everybody, you know, but it's, you know, just kind of watching it from afar is, is is pretty nice too of like watching the tens community in like that type of stuff and particularly with the you know the advent of the little ben the little red bandwagon of kind of the, the interaction of the tens i think is really impressive and oh side note um did i miss where you guys were debating whether or not you should call yourselves a little wag the little red wag tens for the instead of wagoneers <laughs> i never heard that before I was, I was just like, that's so obvious. How come that nobody's ever Little said that? Little red tens. That's it's, not bad. Because the wagtens? we didn't even come up with it. Um, I think Phyllis just said the Wagoneers did this or thought this when she was on our show. And we never even 
debated it, I guess. Yeah, I, I've never been a fan of like giving myself a nickname or stuff like that. Like Kobe Bryant calls himself the Mamba or something, or Black Mamba, and he, it, no one respects him <laughs> for nicknaming himself. So, you know, we we have to let these things happen organically. But I like Little Red. <laughs> I, <laughs> Or just the wag tens. Yeah, wag, wag tens. tens. I, I like it. I like it. Yep. All right. Um, the reason we've come together tonight is to play a clip, a fantastic clip. I thought the Wolf Magic clip was great. This is just as good for different reasons, of course. Um, this particular episode, Sean joined Luke um, at the uh, at the house in Mount Baker. And Andy Haynes is also there, and that's always fantastic. Andy Haynes has probably been on 10 times, and there are probably 10 of the top 100 episodes of TBTL. And this particular day, they took apart a song by the Insane Clown Posse. So, Jeremy, let's hear that. Let's do our top story. Hello and welcome to Top Story. All right. Uh, I, I know that if, uh, another day, uh, another time where I forswear talking about uh, Insane Clown Posse any further. But uh, I just have to do this um, because this song, Miracles, by Insane Clown Posse is absolutely sweeping the nation. We did put it up on a uh, TBTL website uh like last week or something. Uh, I would like to say that we were at least we weren't ahead of the curve but we were, you know, solidly sort of toward the front of it. Uh have you heard this song, Shawnee? Yeah, I, I watched it at the TBTL website. Andy, it's have you enjoyed this, this musical selection? I got emailed it that morning. Oh yeah, we actually I I I, I, I put it in an email yeah. to you. Right. Okay. So you know the song, right? Yeah, I'm actually looking up the lyrics right now. Well, I've got them here, and I've got the miracles that are outlined in it. The giraffes is my favorite line. Uh, well, we'll get into that in just a moment. See, here's the thing about this song, Miracles. Well, it's 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 basically the insane clown posse talking about how wondrous the world is, and and about how if we take it for granted, if we don't think, if we don't give enough thought to just how incredible this 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 little blue marble that we live on is. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it would be unfortunate. We would really miss something. Um, in case you're like the one person on earth who hasn't heard the song, uh, here's, here's a little bit of this. Also, sadly, it's kind of a jam. So I have kind of been singing it a lot in my head. <laughs> we got a theory. You see, Mike, we got a theory about magic and miracles. That's right. That's right. If magic is all we've First of all, they move very in a very facile way between the concepts of magic and miracles. I don't know if those are the same thing. And do they ever outline their theory? Like, do they ever tell you what their theory is? I think you're supposed to sort of – it's like any great piece of literature. You're supposed to just sort of infer it from, from reading. You know, if they just put – if they just tell you right out the front, they're making it too easy. It's all about the inquiry and, okay. the, and, the, and the sort of reflection. Magic is all we've ever known Then it's easy to miss what really goes on But I've seen miracles in every way And I see miracles every day Oceans spanning beyond my sight And a million stars way above them at night You don't have to be high to look in the sky And know that's a miracle open wide Look at the mountains, trees, the seven seas And everything chilling underwater, please Hot lava <laughs> also, I love how they're at various points in the song they get kind of mad at the thing. 
please, everything under the water, please, <laughs> believe that. And then they do throw in hot lava, which is awesome. It's hot lava, snow. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've done this riff on the show before a bunch of times, but the thing that I love that no one's died from hot lava in like a hundred million years, but at, you grow up as a child terrified of hot lava. Uh, it's the number one thing you're avoiding. Yeah. Like, everything's oh, that, becoming. That carpet is hot lava. Yeah, yeah. Like, how did hot lava get so burned in the front of our brains, even though none of us have any personal experience it's with that it? one video we watch of that, that volcano in Hawaii erupting. But it's moving so slowly. It's like you could totally outrun hot lava. It's like being afraid of... Uh, Wilford Brimley in Cocoon. <laughs> it's very, very. pet cats and dogs, and I've seen eighty-five thousand people all in one room together as equal. Pure magic is the birth of my kids. I see shit that I shock your eyelids. <laughs> Not your eyes, your eyelids. He said eighty-five thousand people in one room. What room was that? Uh, it was WrestleMania three. It was the Pontiac Silverdome, nineteen eighty-four. Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre the Giant. I watched it. Uh, I love that it will shock your eyelids. I, I, I love that in the service of the rhyme, uh, Insane Clown Posse will just say something that's kind of to the side of what they really want to say. But it's more important that they rhyme something that they, and then that makes sense. So it will shock your eyelids. So everything else in your eye is basically fine. Your lids are just fucking shocked, though. Shit that'll shock your eyelids. The sun and the moon and even Mars. The Milky Way of fucking shooting stars. UFOs, a river flows. Plant a little seed and nature grows. Niagara Falls and the pyramids. Everything you believed in as kids. Fucking rainbows. After it rains, there's enough miracles here to blow your brains. So ICP has had... A bunch of like, like kind of um, uh, viral internet things that they've created, and the thing that's so funny is that they—I don't think they're making them to, obviously to be ironic, but they're so hilarious. If for you, they're, but they're embraced on two levels, like things like the um, you know the ad for the gathering. That was like going around with like helicopters and she won an Oscar hay rides, right? But you've got the juggalos that love it because they're excited for a helicopter ride, and then you've got the people like us who love it because it's hilarious that someone would be excited for a helicopter ride. And then the other one, so that was one of them. And then there was the uh, the trailer for Big Money Rustlers, which is their western they made, which is a whole western starring ICP, where they're in they're in the Wild West, but they're dressed. As clowns, uh-huh. are they still? They still have clown makeup. They have clown makeup on. It's kind of amazing. Big Money uh, Rustlers is the follow-up to Big Money Hustlers, a different movie that they are starring in, like a oh, full wow. length, full length movies that are incredible. I've only seen the trailers, but the Shot trailers on a cell phone camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, and then this thing, Miracles, which is like again, I don't know if if Shaggy, Two Dope, and Violent J, if they. <laughs> If they're if they're if they're just so much smarter than they let on, like if they understand that what they're saying in the song is so hilarious that people that don't like ICP will still crack up at it. You always got to think that about people that are this like. Uh, it's like when you see a horrible comic. If he knew that he right. was horrible, right? And he was doing it still. You'd be like, this guy's right. Then he's Neil Hamburger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think. What's that? I was gonna say. I I think they did. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> You know, just, I don't really talk seriously. I think they did. <laughs> okay, I'm seriously stopping. Like, I'm putting my hands up. No, I didn't. I'm totally putting I just, my hands up. I'm, look. Listen, look, you're the host. You're I don't safe. Wanna... I, no, no, no. I want to hear what you have to say. I was just trying to be funny. I think they just. I... 
<laughs> I think they did the research for this song by just like it was just a bong rip, and then they watched Planet Earth <laughs> yeah. and this song. But you, it, I feel like you put it on the website, right? Yeah, people need to see that, like an actual professional. What would you call that kind of editing? It's like pretty good. It's like motion or something, right? Yeah, and then it's they're standing. There, it's it looks, and I mean this as a compliment to them. It looks like a a very solid like Lincoln Park video. <laughs> Like, seriously, because Linkin Park had a video where they're standing on top of a tower. Mm-hmm. That's the, I tried so hard, blah, 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 blah. And they're, like, standing <laughs> on top of, like, a high-rise, but it's futuristic, but it's in the desert. But they're obviously just, like, CGI'd onto it or whatever. Yeah. This ICP video is on par with that. And, you know, I'm sure that Linkin Park in, in the day had enough, you know, 100000 bucks to throw at a video. I think that was that, – let's – I mean it's safe to say that that cost at least $100,000. It's a decent – I mean the, the, it's, it's sad that it's in service of this song, but it's a decent, you know – like there's a, there's a production value to the, to the video. This, this thing, though, in a moment comes with really one of the great lines, I think, of the last five years – Involving Magnus. tried to eat my cell phone. He ran away. And music is magic, pure and clean. You can feel it and hear it, but it can't be seen. It can't be seen. Music is all magic. You can't even hold it. Do you know the sand recognize miracles? It's just there in the air. Are you a believer in miracles? Pure motherfucking magic, right? This shit'll blow your motherfucking mind. Music is a lot like love. It's all a feeling, and it fills the room from the floor to the ceiling. I see miracles all around me. Stop and look around, it's all that's found in water, fire, air, and dirt. Fucking magnets, how do they work? <laughs> Indeed. Oh man, he never did the science fair in <laughs> no. middle school. Uh, magnets. Okay, so we've been, we've, I like been talking about the song a little bit on the show, and I put it on the website, and I got an email from a juggalo. What? Oh, that's really that that's was great. really angry. I don't actually have it right in front of me, but so you have like a sort of a juggalo fan base. Well, of one, it's um, was it sent through Western Union? <laughs> <laughs> we need to come up with a um, you know how you like a, a murder of crows. Mm-hmm. You know, is 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 a, a what do you call what do you call it? I guess they're a KFC double down of Juggalos. <laughs> uh, let me see if I could find the email. I mean, it's just basically like I'm. I hurt my feeling that you're that you're making fun of. Uh, I can't. Gosh darn it! Basically, he was saying don't make fun of uh, Insane Clown Posse because it's really good music. Um, and you know, I, I have to admit the song is in my head a little bit. And I also thought maybe we've been too hard on the, 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 on, on our KFC double down of Juggalos, uh, <laughs> listenership. And, and also maybe these things are miraculous and maybe we should explain some of these miracles. So I spent some time on the internet today and I looked up, I just grabbed at random. By the way, these are the miracles. Just so you know, this is the long list of miracles that are outlined in the song. Oceans, stars, mountains, trees, the seven seas, everything chilling underwater, snow, rain, fog, long-necked giraffes, pet cats, pet dogs, childbirth, the sun, the moon, Mars, the Milky Way, fucking shooting stars, UFOs, rivers, Niagara Falls, the pyramids of Giza, everything you believed as a kid, fucking rainbows, a pelican that tried to eat... Uh, Violent J's cell phone somewhere along the San Francisco Bay. <laughs> Music, pure motherfucking magic, water, fire, air, dirt, fucking magnets. How do those work? Solar eclipse, vicious weather, 15,000 juggalos together, metamorphosis. Uh, it should be mentioned, not the Kafka work. 
just the process of metamorphosis. Aesthetic likeness related to similarities in genetic makeup, crows, ghosts, the midnight coast, the wonders of the world, and then, of course, mysteries. These are all miracles slash magic that are laid out in this song. Mysteries are also miracles. Yes. Well, and he mentioned long neck giraffes. Yes. I think a miracle would be like a short-necked yeah. giraffe. That's I've a great point. One. That's a great point. Let's start Let's start right there. I grabbed like four of these at random, and let's just break these down. Long-neck giraffes. All right, long, long-neck giraffes. Uh, uh, the origins of the giraffe's neck uh, are still a mystery. Many scientists, though, think the giraffe backstory is not about feeding, but more about fighting. Giraffes are the tallest mammals on Earth, with some males standing 19 feet high, weighing in at 1,200 to 4,200 pounds. Giraffes can run up to 35 miles per hour. Beyond, beyond just having long necks, they have long grasping tongues, which can extend 18 inches. Uh, the fossil record shows that giraffes evolved from a deer-like ancestor with a shorter neck. But about one million years ago, modern giraffes had appeared on the African savanna. Uh, why did the long neck evolve? Well, until recently, the most popular theory involved finding food. Giraffe-like animals who were born with longer-than-normal necks were thought to have a feeding advantage. Um, longer neck individuals were more successful at surviving and passed on their long neck genes to their offspring. That would, of course, be natural selection. Um, but many scientists thought this theory was... Uh, not necessarily good science. In the 1990s, two scientists in Africa decided to compare the idea uh, to the realities in giraffe life. They found that giraffes spend most of their food-scarce dry season feeding on low bushes rather than tall trees. In the rainy season, when the leaves were green and plentiful, giraffes were more likely to turn their attention treeward. So while a long neck could be meal-friendly, it didn't provide enough of a survival advantage in scarce times to account for its eventual dominance. Um... An average male giraffe's uh, neck weighs 200 pounds and can stretch, stretch six, feet long, six feet long. Giraffes fight over females by swinging their necks and heads like medieval ball and chain. The longer and heavier the neck, the more momentum behind the often bone-shattering head slams. Uh, males with the longest, most massive necks tend to win the mating contest, allowing their genes to be passed down to future generations. See how much easier it would have been just to say fucking miracle? Well, this whole thing is in definitely uh, contradiction to ICP, who have been on the record, at least in this song, of not enjoying science and its explanations. I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. What are they lying about? Uh, Miracles. Miracles. Magic. All right, let's let's move on to uh, shooting stars. Fucking shooting stars. Uh, a shooting or falling star is the common name for the visible path of a meteoroid as it enters the atmosphere to become a meteor. If a shooting star survives impact with the Earth's surface, then it's called a meteorite. A meteoroid is a sand to boulder-sized particle of debris in the solar system. The visible path of a meteoroid that enters the Earth's uh, atmosphere is called a meteor or are, uh, also known as sh- a shooting star. If a meteor reaches the ground and survives impact, then it becomes a meteorite. Many meteors appear seconds or minutes apart, and that is called a meteor shower. The root comes from meteor. Uh, it's the Greek meteros, meaning high in the air. Fucking shooting like, stars. They, they really have that much animosity towards scientists? Well. I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. I feel like that like brings up a really conservative edge to them. Like they're probably right, like it's it's probably it could be a global warming creation deniers. theory. That's a great question. I mean, they obviously their their symposium at the uh, Copenhagen talks was <laughs> it was unforgettable. 
Well, they just kept on spraying, spraying fago all over yeah, the scientists. Exactly. <laughs> and that was... And they were like, why aren't there dudes on stilts here? This is yeah, lame. Gathering. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let's keep it moving here. Fucking rainbows. Uh, rainbows. Uh, the light uh, is uh, refracted as it enters the surface of a raindrop. Uh, reflected off the back of the drop and again refracted as it leaves the drop. The overall effect is that the incoming light is reflected back over a wide range of angles with the most intense light at the angle of 40 to 42 degrees. The angle is independent of the size of the drop but does depend on its refractive index. Seawater has a higher refractive index than rainwater. So the radius of a rainbow in sea spray is smaller than a true rainbow. This is visible to the naked eye by a misalignment of the rainbow's Bows. Fucking rainbows. Um, now this is where things get really uh, miraculous. This is the part where uh, Violent J is rapping about a, a, a pelican that he fed some fish to in San Francisco that then stole his cell phone. I fed a fish to a pelican at Frisco Bay and tried to eat my cell phone. He ran away. What? How is the fish in the cell phone so close? He he should have put the cell phone back in his pocket. No, the, he had the fish was balanced on the cell phone. <laughs> I'm not sure. I fed a fish to a pelican at Frisco Bay and tried to eat my cell phone. He ran away. That's miracles and magic. I think it was magical that he didn't fly away. That he decided to <laughs> run. He was like, I have the ability. Who was a cartoon fly. pelican? <laughs> do 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 do. I know that was a vulture, but I love. Did you guys remember that cartoon? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that what was that? There was the vulture who like wouldn't catch anything, and the mom was so mad. She went, you go out there. You don't. You don't come back till you bring something to your mother. Was she a on crazy the, like, Mexican. She was. That was her actual voice. It was a bizarrely ethnic voice. And then he would fly, but his his uh, you know flapping was comically slow. Yeah, I remember that guy. Do, 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 do. Do, do. And then he would fly up to like a, a cow or something. He would go, oh, no, 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 um, What was this like the Looney Tunes school of? It was. Okay. Um, so I, I was looking around for some Pelican knowledge, some Pelican miracles. And I did find a story in the New York Times from uh, January of 2003 when two brown Pelicans were found fatally shot in the San Francisco Bay area. I do not know. What the timing is of uh, of a Shaggy uh, or rather Violent J's reference? If maybe he decided to take exact vengeance on these particular pelicans, I know that in 2003, the New York Times, Barbara Whitaker, writing in the New York Times, said two brown pelicans were found fatally shot in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, it, it could have been a run-in with fishermen. The pelicans plunge feed for fish and will go after baited hooks. They've also been known to jump into nets. The deaths were investigated by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. By the way, the penalty for killing a pelican is up to a year in jail and fines of up to $100,000 and $200,000 for an organization. I think this cold case is uh, going to reopen. Mm-hmm. It's moved up to lukewarm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I had a detective yeah, show, be it'd be called lukewarm. <laughs> I take cold cases and I I just turn up the heat a little bit, not enough to solve it. I think they need to do a pelican autopsy and find out if there's a Metro PCS uh, Go phone, <laughs> a burner pelican, in one of those in one of those pelican stomach with face paint all over it. I really want to just start buying my cell phones at Seven Eleven. So as soon as I'm done with a conversation. And I just like, just and throw it like it. the wire. I just feel like that would blow people's minds if I was just at like Cinnabon, and I was just like, "All right, I'll see you later." <laughs> <laughs> Shatter it on the ground. All right, and then finally we we arrive at at the the um, the real sort of um, 
the piece de resistance of this song. Fucking Magnus, how do they work? I love that Shaggy Two Dope was just like, oh, and by the way, fucking Magnets, how do they work? Like he's angry at Magnets. He's wondering about Magnets. Um, wonder no longer. Uh, fucking magnets. A magnet is a material or object that produces a magnetic field. This magnetic field is invisible but is responsible for the most notable property of a magnet, namely a force that pulls other ferromagnetic materials like iron and attracts and repels other magnets. A permanent magnet is an object made from a material that is magnetized and creates its own persistent magnetic field. An everyday example is a refrigerator magnet. Uh, materials that can be magnetized, which are also the ones that are strongly attracted to a magnet, are called ferromagnetic. These include iron, nickel, cobalt, some rare earth materials, and some uh, other alloys. Fucking magnets! How do they work? That's how they work. Oh man, that's that song is it's really good. It's amazing, don't you feel, Andy? Like you could do, you could just go on stage and just play that. Song. I feel like what you did maybe is something you should consider for your Sasquatch set, getting an AV production out there. That's actually not a bad idea. And just breaking, breaking down, down miracles. Because I think people actually, I think that that's going to become like a, a cult kind of like classic where everybody's going to, that'll definitely be like video, ga- video gum, like top 10 yeah, of the year. Somebody will do something, but somebody will do something much smarter where they annotate it in a way. That's they didn't just pull everything from Wikipedia like I did, except for the Pelicans, which I, I wonder had to look if, up. I bet what happened was he he has a laptop very much like your own, the uh, titanium yeah. power book or whatever, and he just put all those magnets from you know like Wichita and other cities that he'd visited on the back of it. <laughs> the monitor stopped working, <laughs> and he was like fucking magnets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he was like holding he was holding like a little Caesar's coupon <laughs> on the back of his like. <laughs> Because I need to get my pizza pizza on, and I'm not going to pay retail for that. Exactly. So um, anyway, um, that's just in case anybody was out there and was wondering about some of these miracles. And if, if other folks would like to continue breaking down and, uh, and explaining the miracles uh, held in that, in that song or, 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 or uh, enumerated in that song, uh, please feel free to email me, uh, luke at uh, tbtl.net. Well, my eyelids are shocked. <laughs> that clip was uh, pure motherfucking magic. <laughs> Sorry, Aiden. Yeah. It... <laughs> oh, oh, before we go on, Christy, I should have talked about this. What about the Easter egg on last on the last show? The mouth on you. <laughs> I think he definitely I mean, I don't remember the things I said, but let's just say I think he he was generous with the beeps. I don't think I swore that yeah. much. Goodness gracious. I swore like a sailor through the whole show. And I thought, you know, I was ashamed of myself, but, but you filled the swear jar just <laughs> in 10 seconds at the end at the, at the Easter egg. Jeez. Anyway, um, another side note before we, before we yeah. get into Shaggy, Too Dope and Violet J. Um, I was listening to this episode because David, you sent it to us earlier today and I was just waiting for the cue and I was listening to the open, and Luke weighed 177 pounds. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, yeah. Is that the lowest? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Someone was keeping track of it for a while. Oh, but I Lynn, just think fam, that's, get on this. I, I just think it's hurtful. It's hurtful. What, what do you mean? Well, because he's obviously not 177 anymore. No, I no, I was like. Get it, guy. That's good. I mean, I was well, like, the popular term for that was manorexia. 
Right. The, yeah. I think that's when he was doing his pickle and, and turkey diet <laughs> and coffee. The heartburn diet? Heartburn when you special. have heartburn, you never want to eat. So. Yep. Once it, now that he's almost 40, he can't eat that diet anymore. Uh, okay. So let's get to these lying scientists. <laughs> um, uh, oh. Well, it's just the timing. Like, I think the what's the most impressive about the whole clip, I mean, a little bit of... Um, you know, ICP is a little bit of the bacon mustache cat internet things. Yes. But what I think makes this clip so perfect is just how long form it was. It, I, you're not expecting Luke to be that prepared for anything oh, ever. I right? know. I think, I think he wanted to impress Andy. I think he always wants to impress Andy. When a, when a guy has an A game like Andy and, yeah. and ladies, don't Google Andy Haynes shirtless. <laughs> don't do it. Um, <laughs> Go to robertpape.com. We have pictures of Andy Haynes shirtless there. Oh, gosh. Uh, but, yeah, all the prep. Amazing. Yeah. And you don't quite under, you don't quite think it's going to, like, you just think it's going to be like, oh, we're going to take a shit on the song, which they don't. Sorry, Aiden. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad song. No, it, but there, it's more about just celebrating the craziness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, yeah, just like when he's, like, whipping out all the Wikipedia articles and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't help it but think when they were breaking down the uh, cell phone incident uh, that a good name for like a college basketball team, good nickname would be the Running Pelicans. <laughs> yeah. And what I didn't I... understand about that, what is miracle that the Pelicans stole or didn't steal? <laughs> or the, the, it was able to digest a cell phone. Right. <laughs> mm. Well, um, I, if I there's science behind favorite... it, they don't want to hear it. So, yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite bits of the clip, though, is when um, Luke keeps on playing the song over while Andy's trying to talk. <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's like, um, uh, remember the episode of the Wonder Years when Wayne just got his driver's license and Kevin's trying to get in the car and he keeps on pulling up yes. so Kevin can't open the door of the uh, car. Yeah. That's um, my that's childhood. Just, which was just such a moment like that, like it's such a pissant moment. <laughs> I think my, so I looked up all the lyrics to write down all of the miracles too, because we was <laughs> kind of rattling them off pretty fast. Right. And my two favorite miracles uh, were the gathering of the juggalos. How is that a miracle? <laughs> <laughs> that's just some group text. Yeah. That's, then, that's all that is. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> some well-placed commercials. And then... Um, Shaggy's little boys look just like Shaggy, and my little boy looks just like Daddy. So basically, kids looking like their parents. It's a fucking miracle is what that is. It's, it's really is a miracle. That's a low um, bar. I also like the uh, plant a seed and nature grows. <laughs> so plants. No, no, but just one seed causes all of nature. All of nature, not... right. I think that's in the Bible. That's one of those, like, the yeah. third day or something. But I thought it was also funny as the moon, stars, Earth, and Mars, but none of the other planets. No. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Those, they're just they're very pedestrian. No. <laughs> I don't think any of those other planets planets really exist. And if they some lady exist. scientist tries to tell me they do, <laughs> fuck them. They're all lying motherfuckers oh. anyways. <laughs> they make me pissed. Yeah, I- I also think it's interesting just, like, how much fun they're having in that moment. Yeah. Like, you could tell there's just uh, three bros growing it up. For sure. It, it, yeah. I was 
listening. I was, Mike and I were, I think, listening at the same time because we were filling yeah. out the sheet. And mm-hmm. I was telling him I listen at work sometimes when I when I can. And I was listening at work just laughing out loud. And people <laughs> were asking me what was what What are you listening to? What's happening over there? What's the joke? <laughs> There, there's a couple of larger issues I wanted to bring up about this clip. Um, I did a podcast for a couple of years called the Takedown Podcast. Everyone knows that by now. And a lot of a lot of what we did was taking down dummy culture. Um, I will say that I have known juggalos. I have met juggalos, sweet people, nice people, do anything for you people. The 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 whole juggalo thing. I still think is kind of dumb but you know they don't need to care what i think but i'm fascinated fascinated with that kind of culture and even if it's the bacon zombie run thing i still (laughs) am all up for hearing stories about juggalo juggalos and this particular song kind of made me think that these guys exist in it they exist on a plane where it's constantly like they've just taken their first bong rip. Like, <laughs> that's their life. They've just taken that first rip of their, their 15 or whatever. They take that rip and, and then everything they say is brilliant. Everything they think is cosmic. And have you, st- I, I'm jealous of that. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the uh, documentary that Derek Erdman made about, called The American I have, Juggalo? yes. I haven't, and I really want to. Do you know where I can find it? It's on Vimeo. Okay. Um, it's pretty amazing. And um, and I believe that's the same Derek Erdman that's also Rapmaster Maurice. Yes. <laughs> and he does, he'll do any portrait for $40. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I actually got got my friends that for their wedding present yeah i like that style that he does it's pretty yeah. cool i am but i think the um what to your point mike that like that just really really cements what you were just saying about like the, how everyone thinks they're, they're just like kind of blowing their blowing your mind yes yes they they recorded that song and that is just goddamn earnest and they're having a great time and i I salute him. That's fantastic. And it's not a bad song. I just picture the gathering of the jugglers when that song comes on, that the jugglers just start putting their hands in there like Christians singing along and like closing their eyes and just like praise Jesus, but like praise to joke, sloppy Joe or whatever their names are. <laughs> I, the thing about the, the gathering of the jugglers, I don't think I would ever close my eyes. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I don't think no. you can when you're on that much meth. <laughs> yeah. um, but like in like the way that everything is now with everybody being so like hipstery and wanting to be ironic, anything that I think like like that kind of sincerity of anything I think is impressive. I like I really yeah. appreciate it when somebody's doing something because they love it. Yeah. Right. And um and so you know I'm not going to fault anybody for that ever really. No, it's not a pose. Poses yeah. piss me off. This kind of stuff delights me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I just want, yeah, we're laughing with them, I feel like, even though it's pretty much out. Oh, I would hang out with those yeah. guys in a fucking second. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but there Although house. I am terrified of them. But, um, but like uh, Kim Cattrall. No, 
I don't want to hang out with you. You're <laughs> you're fucking weird and phony. You know, it's it's just a matter of just liking to be around people that are real, whether it's to your taste or not. You know, it's not for me, but goddamn if they aren't into it. And yeah, absolutely, it's not fake. Um, yeah, when I was when I was choosing the clip for like when I was thinking about the clips for you know, when I was putting the submission in, it was between this and the, do you remember the, the clip of um, Z Frank when he was talking about, when he was writing the song for, um for the woman that was having a hard time? No, and I he, don't. like wrote this. It was like, he was, it was like the song that he did um, where, and he got like a whole, this, this woman was like just having an awful time and he, she was a fan of his blog and he wrote the song and, um, he had a whole bunch of different people sing the song. He like sent it out to all like the readers of his blog and everything. And he recorded the song with like, like 30 different people singing it. Hmm. And it's all, it's about like just breathe. And it was like, and Luke had did this piece where he was kind of like breaking it down and playing the different bits of it and everything. And that's like a pretty powerful piece as well. But it's like also to the point of just something that's completely sincere. That's like, Really, really powerful. Well, I would tell everyone to go to the archives and find that by putting in some keywords, but that's something that's not going to be ready for can't a while. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I should, I, we can edit that out, right? Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. We have a few folks who have done a lot of archiving already, but but uh, we're going to get our project done, and and the, finding out finding all of this stuff is going to be a breeze, thanks to yeah. that bastard Jeremy over there. <laughs> Um, Christy, do you have anything else about the clip? Um, no. I mean, what is your, your guys's favorite miracles? <laughs> <laughs> As told by the and, insane uh, com posse. Oh, well, okay. let me look at not the list. In, I mean, you've really put me on the spot here. Uh, uh, I would have to say, I guess I would have to say earth because... <laughs> It has to exist for me to be here. The rest of the stuff, you know, you can keep your science on the stars and the magnets and all that. But mm-hmm. I need this earth. I I need something to 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 land on when I don't step on my bunny. Right. Yeah. True. I, I like uh, I like everything that's just chilling underwater. Oh. I ch- <laughs> like. Oh, I hope it's not too chilly. You know. Yeah. No. But it's like the other, like the other, you know, the sharks. They're not chilling. They're not. You guys are always moving. But like this, like kind of starfish. They're just chilling. Yeah. yeah. Just chilling. Yeah. Anemones. Just it, chilling. Yeah. It is like they just plankton dropped some acid and went out and just started naming things that they saw. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yes. dude, that pelican just almost stole your cell phone. Look yeah. at the water creatures just chilling. Yes. If they had been inside, it would have been a song all about the different chairs in their hotel room. Right. <laughs> Lazy boys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, it's- so, uh, so that's it for tonight. Uh, how to get involved. Uh, LittleRedBandwagon.com. David filled out the form. Caught my eye. And here he is. And he was a delight. Thank you, David. Thank you. Uh, Facebook, go to the Stens page if you want to see posts about lions and <laughs> peeps and picnic products and <laughs> and if you can want to buy some Nikes, uh, cheap, <laughs> or you can go to our page, which is a lot of fun. Um, uh, personal Twitter is at Drew McFrizz. That's me at Kissy Eyes, K I S S I E Y E S. 
My wife's Twitter is at Joy Stealer. She's a delight, although she will steal your joy. The show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. But I need to ask you right now, David, uh, what's the best way for people to jump in on the Smittens? What's what's Smitten Central? Um, you can either go to our website, smittens.com, or um, just so we our Facebook page, which is Facebook slash facebook.com slash the Smittens. Okay. Uh, you can email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. That's a good way to criticize me because I'll never see it. Unless Christy sends it to me, but usually she likes me, so that doesn't happen. Voicemail, <laughs> 802-432-TBTL, 802-432-8285. couple quick... And that's a Vermont number. That is? Yeah, it's from Woodstock, Vermont. Oh, cool. Damn. Yeah, we just searched for anything that had TBTL as the last four. Yeah, every time you get to the end of the episode, you're doing the 802. Because we only have one area code. Oh, so, okay. In the whole state. Sorry to interrupt, Mike. Um, no, 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 no. I, that's great. Um, 802, Vermont. Housekeeping, Christy, you have a couple things, right? Yes. The TBTL picnic is August 19th, which is the birthday of Bill Clinton, in case you wanted to know that tidbit. Oh, um, and uh, I, I wanted to point out one thing about the picnic. If your last name begins with A through Y, bring an appetizer. Bring, bring whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> if your last name begins with Z, beat it. Nobody wants to talk to you. Oh, man, my last name begins with Z. Sorry. Oh, but you're not coming. You're not so welcome. It's okay. Yeah, it is true. <laughs> Sorry, Christy, go ahead. And uh, we are about to officially roll out the archive project. Oh, it's- that's exciting. Yeah, you guys sent me the like prototype tonight, mm-hmm. the, second, the second version of the prototype. I'm going to look at that later. So this if you'd is, like this to is be involved, be um, send us an email at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. And we'll get you added to the list. Is cool. that not? That's all um, okay. I have for tonight, uh, Christy. Again, thanks, David. And uh, Christy, you can you can get us out. And I think, David, you know what to do when we're on our way out. Okay. Yes. Until next time, this is the next party. And I love you with that shirt open just a little bit. <laughs> Gotta make it creepy. <laughs> Nailed it. Is there a good Smitten song we should end with? Yeah, um, there's a song, Love Record Breaker. When I was walking away Too shy for nothing I didn't speak, I couldn't tell you why But then our eyes met again I was pretending Cause this is what was coming across
What was that? He said, are that. you going to send us a takedown notice if we add it to the podcast? Oh, <laughs> oh no, not at all. Okay. I think you have, you have verbal permission. Okay. <laughs> we have a recording. Yeah, we're all, we're all still rolling. We got it. Yeah. I think that's admissible in court.